Welcome back to the Lawn Care Radio Network. I'm Brian Horn with Lawn and Landscape Magazine. I'm joined by Chris Heiler, who's a, a good friend of Lawn and Landscape, and he is founder of Landscape Leadership, which is an inbound marketing agency. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Glad to be here again. Yes, we are going to talk today about uh, marketing agencies and SEO vendors, and, and you're going to get into a little bit of the difference between the two, but you know, contractors, they might try to, to improve their marketing online or try to improve the, their SEO on their own. They can't do that. So now the next step is hiring somebody to do it. So, Chris, can you talk a little bit about the difference between the two? And then part two of the question, what should a company expect from these agencies and how much uh, should they expect to pay? That's always the big question. How much, how much are we going to pay? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so first let's differentiate between, the, differentiate between the two. So there are, you know, you'll hear the, the word full-service marketing agency. You know, and that's really what we consider ourselves to be the landscape leadership. So a full-service agency is going to offer things like website design and development, uh, social media management, content marketing like blogging, uh, probably some SEO services, maybe even some paid search services and then other full service agencies will also get into some of the more traditional stuff like branding and public relations and maybe even some print print advertising and things like that that's a full service agency and then you'll have you know these vendors you'll hear them called SEOs or maybe SEO providers or SEO vendors which focus you know specifically on the SEL side, and maybe they handle a little bit of paid search advertising. So there's there's a difference between between those two. I find most companies in our industry they usually start out by working with an SEO provider versus working with a full service agency. Uh, so there's there's a difference between those two. So obviously there's going to be a difference in what you spend. Okay? Right. So your your budget really depends on a couple of things, okay? It depends on your objectives, like what are you trying to achieve, and also how aggressive you're trying to achieve those objectives. And when, when I talk about a group objectives online, I'm talking about mainly you know, website traffic, number of leads that you generate from your site, and the number of customers you generate from your site. So how, do, how aggressive do you want to be in, in improving these numbers. All right, that so your budget has to reflect how aggressive you want to be. Uh, okay. And a, a little bit a little bit depends also on how much are you doing in-house already. If you hire an agency, are they going to do everything for you or are they just going to be kind of like a support to your in-house team? So that's going to impact budget as well. Uh, but talking about real numbers, probably expect to pay, I would say, at least 500 bucks a month, uh, okay. $500 or more for like, for like just SEO services. If you're going to retain a full service agency on a monthly basis, you're probably looking at spending at least 1500 bucks a month. Obviously, that can go up. It just depends on the deliverables. If you pay 1500 a month, you can pay five grand a month, right? just depends. Right. Uh, but if, if you really want to move the needle and consistently increase your traffic to your site and increase the number of leads you generate 
increase the number of customers, you're going to need to spend at least that that fifteen hundred bucks. Okay. Now the next question is, how do you know you're getting what you paid for? How do you know what you're getting paid for, or what? You're or paying? how do you know you're getting what you're not? You're not getting ripped off. You're paying this this company. I mean, I'm guessing the contractor using the service is using it for a reason because they have no clue. So they're going to pay. They have no clue about SEO or anything. So they're going to clue pay fifteen hundred bucks. How do you know you're not getting ripped off? Yep. Great question. And here's the thing. Just because a, a contractor may not have a clue as far as what's involved in this stuff, that doesn't mean you're not responsible or accountable for understanding where your money is going and how it is right. being spent. Okay, and I think that's one of the biggest problems that I see because we, we obviously talk to a lot of contractors, and I would say most of them have been burned by SEO providers, and it's not – the responsibility doesn't just fall on the shoulders of the shady SEO provider. Some of that responsibility falls on the, the shoulders of the contractor who wasn't paying attention to what was going on. Mm -hmm. uh, so things you need to do, number one, you need to do your homework before you hire one. Right? You've got to be careful about who you're hiring. But then you've got you've to be in communication with your provider at least once a month. You need to be... Uh, getting reports from them on a monthly basis with that include the metrics that are important to your business. Okay, you can't just get a report with a bunch of numbers that really aren't meaningful. You need you need your provider to report on what is most important to you. So if you're looking for increasing your, you know, Google ranking, you, you want to be the first la landscaping company to come up in the Montana or city, you know, say in the Tampa Bay area, you want to be the, the first company, then you need to report and you need to go research yourself, Google your company and see what you get. Yeah, but, you know, that's that's not a good metric to go by. I think a lot of companies okay. fall for that. They'll mm -hmm. get approached by a, an SEO firm saying, hey, you know, we can – we can boost your rankings for this search word or this search query. We'll get to, we'll get you to number one for all of these keywords. Don't fall for that. If if a company okay. is offering you that, that's a red flag. You should walk away. The metrics you should you should ultimately care about are there's three basic ones. I mean, it's the amount of traffic to your site. If that's what matters, who cares where you're ranked? You can mm -hmm. be ranked number one for for a keyword phrase that drives absolutely no traffic, mm -hmm. there's no one searching for it. So the ultimate number to look at is number of visitors per month, right? And then on top of that, it's number of leads per month. Okay, so if you're getting a thousand visitors per month to your site, how many of those are turning into qualified leads? Okay, that's the other number you want to know. Um, so when you start talking with with an agency or an SEO provider, Ask them how are you how are you going to report on this? How are you going to show me these numbers? How are we going to hit these numbers? How do you know they're not making up those uh, numbers? Yeah, is there a way internally you can monitor how many people have visited your site that you know factually that, that they're not numbers that the person you hired are giving you? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, typically, what's going to happen is you're going to ins install Google Analytics on your website. Okay. All right. And 
your provider will have access to that. You want to make sure that they give you access to it as well so you can actually go into the analytics account and see what's going on. It's, mm -hmm. it's not difficult to go in there and get a glimpse at what's happening. It's, it shouldn't be overwhelming. So what I would do, when you start working with the provider, have them take you into that account and kind of show you around a little bit and teach you what to look for. Have them spend a little bit of time educating you on that. So, so yeah, you can get the report from them, but then you can also go into the account and look at that as well. And to clarify, just because it's Google Analytics, that's giving you total numbers of everyone who's visiting. It's not just people who found you through Google. You can do that in Google Analytics, right? But this is everyone who's on your site. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna Google Analytics is gonna show you all of your traffic sources. It's gonna show you okay. the number of visitors from organic search. It's gonna show you the number of visitors from social media, from any email marketing. It's gonna show you the number of visitors from you know any paid search that you might be doing. Um, what questions should they ask? And it, it we sort of covered that already, or are there other questions that uh, contractors should ask when hiring no, these agencies? Yeah, there's definitely some things you want to, there's definitely some homework you want to do. All right, number one being ask for references, of course. You know, I think companies overlook that. Ask for references and ask for case studies. You know, what have they done for other companies? And what you want to do is you want to ask them for industry-related case studies and references. Hopefully the person you're going to hire has experience working with companies like yours. Okay, so that's number one. And then we've talked about this a little bit, but you want to make sure you ask them, you know, how will you measure success? How will you measure progress? Okay, and how, how then will you report on that? That's the other thing you want to ask them. You want to, you want to know that up front. And then there's a couple things you're going to want to ask yourself. Number one being, does this provider walk the talk? Okay, meaning if an agency is recommending that you blog three times a week, okay, what are they doing? Are they blogging mm -hmm. on a regular basis? If, if an agency is recommending you redo your website, what, what's their website look like? Right. Okay, do they walk the talk? You know, if they, if they want you to be active on Facebook, what are they doing? You know, it, it just goes back to their credibility and integrity. So that's something to think about when you're you're looking at hiring someone. And then also, so if, so if they're preaching, be better on social media, and they haven't tweeted or done anything on social media in three months, that might be a red flag. Exactly. And I'm not okay. saying they have to be lighting the world on fire on every single network. Right. But they need to be doing something. Right. Yeah. And then the other thing you want to ask yourself, and I think this is important, and people overlook this, but you know, does the when you're talking to the provider, do they do more listening or do they do more pitching? Mm -hmm. Are they actually interested in learning about your business and how they can help your business, or are they more interested in just trying to sell you, you know, a five hundred dollar a month package? Right, which is true in any business actually. Yeah. Time you're dealing with customer service, yeah. Exactly. So. You know, consider their uh, the sales process and how they're they're dealing with you. If they're doing more pitching than listening, again, that's a red flag, and I think you just you just walk away. 
And then you mentioned you should be checking in about once a month or they should be checking in about once a month with you with reports and then just explaining what they've done and, and how they're meeting the goals that you set for them. Yeah, and I, I think every, probably any agency you work with is going to, they'll probably do this a little differently, but like with our clients, we typically meet one-on-one -on -one once a month and we'll go over, you know, the what we call our scorecard, we'll go over the report from that previous month, we'll look at the key metrics, uh, and then we'll talk about, okay, what we're going to do the next month. So that's a meeting mm -hmm. that you want to have once a month. Um, and then you might even want to have a meeting on a quarterly basis where you talk about more big picture things. You know, like right. what are some of the challenges or opportunities that are, you know, on the horizon. But you definitely want to want to talk and look at uh, reports once a month. We've got a few minutes left. I wanted to get two more questions in for you. Where uh, should someone look for an agency like this? How, how do they? find one, I mean, even find one to start questioning? Yeah, uh, that's always the other big question. So in an ideal world, you know, you're going to want to find a local company, you know, who's in your market and who also has experience working with companies in our industry. That's, mm -hmm. that's an ideal world. It's very difficult to find someone like that. So what I always suggest is I would lean I would lean towards the agency or the provider who has experience in the landscape industry. Okay. I think I think that experience trumps an agency who's in your local market. That's you know that's just my opinion. Um, so I think you start there. I think you want to try to find the agency or provider that has experience in in your industry, and then I think you. Uh, I think you've got to lean on some of your trusted uh, advisors, like businesses you trust, peers sure. that you trust. Talk to them. Who are they working with? Who have they worked with? Uh, and I think you just have to do, I mean, you, you've got to do a lot of research. You've got to do your homework. You can't just, you know, talk to the three companies that call you on the phone offering their services. Right. You've got to go along with them. Right, you can't rely on the people just calling you. Do you have an example? I don't need names or anything where a client has told you a story where they just got completely duped. Off the top of your head, can you think of an extreme one where an agency was just ripping them off? Uh, this isn't too extreme, but here's okay. one here's an instance we had. A client came to us uh, prior to working with us. They were paying a company five hundred dollars a month. Okay, and I think this is very typical of our industry. For that $500, they were paying for web hosting, they were paying for SEO and, and link building. All right, so hosting costs practically nothing. I think most of you know that. Um, and they were also getting this automatically generated report each month with a lot of numbers that really meant nothing. All right, so the SEO consisted of adding the company to some local search directories like you know Yelp and Merchant Circle, things like that. And it also consisted of writing some you know pretty terrible press releases and submitting some articles to some article directory sites, all to get some links. So really at the end of the day, or at the end of the year, you know, they end up spending six thousand dollars for some meaningless reports that they never looked at and a profile of really terrible websites linking back to them. That was their SEO. 
And the problem is that's a common story with a lot of companies. That's right. what they're getting. You know, so they're spending six thousand dollars for really nothing. Gee, yeah. You know, and unfortunately it's that's a common thread. Well, hopefully this podcast will help people go in a different direction and, and help them be more educated. Chris, really do appreciate your time, uh, and hopefully we can talk again down the line. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more from Lawn and Landscape.